0: Drinking responsibly, parenting haphazardly. We've got your weekly dose of mom tequila. So pour yourself a drink. And put dad on tiny human duty. This This is Moms and Margs. Hello, welcome to Moms and Margs and I am one of two hosts. My name is Kelsey. And I'm Whitney. And we are so excited for another Tequila Tuesday. Um, We have some juicy tequila for you. We are just coming out of Thanksgiving week into December, which is always one of my favorite months of the year. Um, Yeah, and we're all
1: recording remotely right now, which is fun. I'm all the way in Georgia. Kelsey is in Arizona. (laughs) and um our interviewee she is in north georgia i'm in south so we're all all over the place and it's just fun thank
0: god for technology <laughs> we're able to still record while not being right so, um this week though because it's been a hectic week we are just coming from thanksgiving and transitioning to the holidays we didn't have also whitney is not here with me to really plan um. Mm-hmm margarita out together and what we should be drinking today um so I'm just drinking some it's by the Rita's brand called Lima Rita and it's a sparkling (laughs) margarita um and to be honest so good pretty delicious and it also has eight percent alcohol holy moly I did not know that it's a pretty tiny little can it (sighs) only has eight ounces in here that's I
1: like, did not know it had eight percent. That's insane.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: as she drinks as
0: it. As wig. Um, so I'm. It's actually really good. Before <laughs> we go any further, um, we would love it
1: if you went to Apple Podcasts, gave us a five star review, and just left us a little cute message. We would love it.
0: We would love For that, the, and yeah. hit that subscribe button so yes. you can get our podcast in your podcast app every Tuesday, it just gets delivered to you. Like so easy. You won't even have to find us. Um, kind of like, it's kind of like, um, following us on Instagram, which you should follow us on Instagram. And our Instagram name is at moms.and.margs. Um, yes, And you're always welcome to slide into our DMs and tell us what you think, share a story with us, or just, I don't know, vent to us. We are always mm-hmm. good with you. Mm-hmm. We are ready yeah. to spill our tequila today. Um, and it is all about, I am not an evil stepmom.
1: Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs>
0: dun, dun, dun. so I
1: brought on my very one of my very best friends on here she is actually a new stepmom she just got married recently and she has a beautiful 19 month old uh stepdaughter now and she has been in her life since she was 4 months old so it's an interesting situation her husband is just literally her prince charming like i can't that has to be a whole another episode like seriously i i don't i don't even think i've told you this kelsey like he is literally the perfect man like he's just such a wonderful person in general but like her being a stepmom with him it's just it's a beautiful situation and i wanted to bring her on just to show that like it doesn't always have to be the stereotype and jordan just like her name is jordan obviously um she just embodies that she's just a caring selfless wonderful person that just loves motherhood in general she's not a tr- you know, not a biological mother herself yet, but she loves her step baby just as much as she would love her own. And I just wanted to interview her about this because it's just for her case, it's just not true. She's not an evil stepmother. She's the sweetest.
0: We're giving it away, but she's not evil. I know we're giving it away. She's she's not evil, but it's such an important topic because Nowadays, so many parents, you know, are co-parenting people, divorce is a staggering amount high, you know, mm-hmm. like percentage-wise of marriages. And this is a real thing. Like there are stepdads, stepmoms, um, co-parenting is happening more than ever. And Jordan has such a great positive uh just outlook on it that mm-hmm. I think is really um such a great candid take on what it should be like and how and don't give like you'll hear from her that it's really fucking hard Mm -hmm. but I think like at the end of the day she does such an amazing job navigating it and I think that it's so helpful just to hear and maybe some of that away um, if you're in a relationship that is about co-parenting or maybe you're on the other side and maybe you're the mom um, Mm -hmm. and you have to figure out how to navigate a stepmom relationship um so I think it's just really great to hear from her and her perspective um and she's just so kind and amazing yes Um, so without further ado let's go to our interview with Jordan hi Jordan how are you Hey. hey guys hi so, first, I heard that you are newly married, which is very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, now you are a bonus mom, which is yes. so awesome to a sweet 19-month-old little girl. Yes. Um, can you give us a little rundown on yours and your new husband's story so we can just learn more about you? How did you all meet? So, uh- funny story he actually just like the
2: 21st century slid in my dms just like every other 20 something year old man would love it And yep so romantic and I was like (laughs) after much creeping I was like oh my god this man has a baby what is his story I can't give him the time of day like I just got out of a really bad relationship and I was like Oh my mm-hmm. god! I would have to take on this other human. And I, you know, d- at the time didn't know, like, is this a full time thing? Like, you know, what's going to happen? Right. And finally, he tried, I think Whitney, what was it for like three months? Yeah. Me and sliding up on my stories and just complimenting me. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go out on a date with this guy. And I mm-hmm. was like, I, you know, if it, if it goes well, we'll take it from there. If not, then see you later. I'm never doing this again. Right. And I mean, I knew I always loved babies. And I mean, all I've ever wanted to be was a mom. So I was like, okay, this would be like a good
0: step into it. And so we went. And you knew right away that he had a baby. Yes. So he. That was something he was upfront with. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Cause it was funny. I had like started seeing him randomly on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he had a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. So we went on our first date. We headed off. We started dating in August and I didn't meet her until I think it was October. We really wanted to make sure that like we were serious, which is kind of crazy that you could know within two months, but we just knew. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah we just hung out and yeah, we really headed off. I was very surprised and I was very surprised that my parents were okay with it, you know? Yeah. Meaning- 23 at the time dating someone with a newborn almost which was kind of crazy and yeah now we're married and lived yeah because she was like four months at the time right yeah yeah she was I think maybe a little bit younger than that that's why I thought it was so crazy because I was like you know you don't know that story to me it's like maybe and you're either with this person or you're not and it's just kind of opened my whole outlook to like having a baby with someone that you're not with right I just never saw that before but well he was just
1: so upfront about it to begin with which was insane
0: and I remember because I feel like a lot of guys maybe in particular Mm -hmm. I don't know uh, this could be totally a stereotype and I could be saying (laughs) not the right thing but I feel like a lot of guys if they're have a a baby and, and they're single, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're not really upfront about that stuff, until right? Later. Um, or they take it like they are really upfront, and you get to meet the baby like immediately, which I also feel like is a really hard thing not, too, because yeah. you're not sure. Right. It's so new, and you know, it's. I always find that it's hard to like bring a little kid in when it's new because you're not sure so right that there's like so much time that you know some time that went on Sometimes and you know you made right. sure yeah right. well, what were you gonna say Whitney? me so
1: like from no from my perspective of them meeting it was like um you know Jordan and I were talking about this guy you know she had just gotten out of like a really shitty relationship and we were like you know the next person you meet, you need to be upfront and honest with him. Like, Hey, I'm looking for marriage. If that's not what you're looking for, that's fine. But like, that's what I'm looking for. See you later. If that's not the case, like, I don't like, I don't care. You know what I mean? And Michael, which is his name. Um, sorry, Jordan, I'm introducing him. (laughs) He like, he would. Michael was just the type of guy that was like, actually, I am in a serious point in my life. I have a daughter that I put first. If you're interested in that, like, okay, that's great. But if you're not, okay, bye-bye. And I think that threw Jordan off a little bit, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you're 100% right. (laughs) Yeah. Like we knew he had a kid and we we're like, Oh my God, he's a kid. Like, what do we do? Like she should keep seeing him. But like the moment that he was like, okay, yeah. And like, yeah, I'm single. Yeah. I have a kid, but like, are you up for it? Like if you're not, okay. Bye who cares? And that just like threw us off a little bit. Cause Jordan and I were like, okay, we need to be honest with this next guy. Like if he doesn't like her, like let's get rid of him. But like this new guy was like, um, yeah, everything. it was
2: like everything that we ever were like, oh my God, this guy's going to be so bad. Like he has a baby, but yes. he's single. How did that happen? And then All- he, I, everything that I would say, he's like, yep, I feel the same way. Let's do this. Yeah. And we were like, Okay. All what, the, what, what all is, the what?
1: boxes were checked. And in addition to that, he was like, okay. And if like, you're not okay with this, then like, I need to get on with my life because I don't have any time to mess around.
0: I really like that because, uh, from personal experience, um, through, you know, family members that have been divorced and gotten remarried again and had, you know, have nieces and nephews. There's some instances where yeah. they don't talk about children and like kind of mingling it together, like to you know, like they have their lives with their kids and then they it's have, like
1: a separate life, yeah. And like that's they never so exist,
0: and so. Right. It makes it really difficult sometimes um, if you're not, you know, up about like, hey, mm-hmm. my kid is my priority. Um, so it sounds like you have a really good <laughs> husband yeah. um, and a good dad because I've been in the situations where that's not the case mm-hmm. and not myself, but like other situations I've seen um, firsthand and you know, their, their kid isn't their pregnancy. It's more of like their relationship is. So it never like <laughs> this, called this together, which is really hard. So yeah, I'm that's so that's really really great, great. And it sounds like you guys both did it the right way, and it's such a meaningful way, which I'm sure that you yeah. were very like very cognizant of. I'm sure both of you were. were. It Sounds like you were. What is your stepdaughter's name? What's her name? Her name is Myla. Myla. Oh my God. I love that name. That is such yes. a cute name. Um, okay. What does Myla call you as being a bonus mom? Like, does she have a certain name for you? Cause I always feel like yes. that's always such an awkward sometimes could be awkward for yes. a kid to be like mom or, you know.
2: Yeah, so Whitney's daughter actually started calling me JJ and it kind Mm -hmm. of was just easy. And I was like, I don't want to take anything away from Myla's real mom. So it was like, okay, do I have her call me like a spinoff of mom or do I have her just call me JJ? So we just went with JJ and now she rolls, Mm -hmm. she screams for me. She, I mean, it's JJ Uh, at the top of her line and it's very easy. And I didn't want it to Mm -hmm. be something that was hard. Because Dada's just so easy or Daddy's so easy. So I was like, okay, yeah. she, like, needs me, we need to think of mm-hmm. something that's, like, easy. Totally. So, yeah, she calls me JJ. Oh,
0: that's yeah. Yeah. That so cute. Yeah, sorry.
1: she, um yeah, Bristol started calling Jordan JJ. It was just a lot easier. And Jordan and I had a conversation about, like, well, what should she call me? And it was... Jordan, what was the other name that you were considering? Because I remember it was one you know, of the, Was it JoJo or something? Um, I don't know. May, it maybe it was something else. But I was like, well, why don't you like, you know, Bristol calls you that? Like, why don't you let her call you that? Because obviously you don't want to take away anything from her mom, obviously yeah. her, you know, her birth mom or whatever. Um, so JJ just stuck. But um, tell us about what's your relationship like with the m- biological mother of Mila. um, while we're on the topic of her.
2: Yeah. So it, I don't want to say it started off rocky. I think that we were both super hesitant at first. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know. I just feel like it's, that's just kind of how it all starts out. And it really took some time of me being like, okay, I'm gonna meet her, and I don't want her to be uncomfortable with me around Mila. I don't want her to not be okay with, you know, me being around her daughter. And to me, you know, I'm this great person. I'm this loving person. I will, you know, do everything I can for Mila. But she didn't know that, mm-hmm. um, and I knew because that- you're a brand new person. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't necessarily jump right in because I didn't want to be overbearing, but I. It was a few months, and then I don't remember when it was, but I finally like reached out to her on Facebook, and I was like, "Hey, I want you to have my number. I feel like you know it's important." And I had just bought a house then, so I knew that Milo was going to be living under my roof when she was with us, and I knew that that was important. That if she couldn't get a hold of, if Milo's mom couldn't get a hold of Michael, that she needed to get a hold of me. Um, and then it was slow and she would call me and she would update me with Mila and things like that. And now we talk all the time. I mean, I wouldn't say we're best friends, but it's definitely like if she needs me or if I need something or I like, I burnt my shoulder one morning and I was like, Hey, I need to know what Neosporin to use because I just got a third degree burn on my shoulder. And she was like, okay, perfect. Like this is like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm texting her, asking her like mom advice. And so it's, it's really, really good. She'll call me, she'll FaceTime me, or like, if Myla asks for me, she'll call me and let Myla talk to me on the phone. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot better than I honestly could have ever imagined it. Um, I mean, what you were there, you saw, yeah. we went, to it a- was, was there. Yeah.
1: I, so I've met her and I would say it was a little hesitant on both ends at first so Jordan and I had a conversation because there was other people in Jordan's life that you know was kind of saying you know don't mess with that don't get involved that's none of your business you know whatever and not even that just like didn't want me to there were barriers well be involved in that part Mm -hmm. of your stepdaughter's or your your future stepdaughter's life. Mm -hmm. So Jordan and I had a conversation and, you know, Jordan felt in her gut, like, this isn't right. Like, I, I think I need to have a relationship with her. Like, this just doesn't sit well with me, you know, and the other people in Jordan's life, you know, was like, "Uh, don't do it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just way easier to not do that or whatever. And you know, Jordan and I had a conversation, obviously Jordan was like, this does some feel right, you know, whatever. And I was like, uh, you know what, if, you know, my daughter wasn't in my care 24 seven and my husband was dating someone else, you better fucking believe that I want to know who she's hanging out with, whose roof she's staying under, what she's like, is she going to be my friend? Is she going to be my foe? Like, you know what I mean? It's just out of respect not not even respect but like I want to be that person's friend because like yes that child is going to be loved more than you can imagine but I want to know who's loving my child you know what I mean and Jordan Jordan went above and beyond to make sure the mother just felt comfortable and you know she followed her gut she didn't she didn't even necessarily you know listen to me or my advice, she just went with her gut to make sure, you know, the mother of her future husband's child or potential husband's child was comfortable with her. You know, she, she just went the extra mile to make sure that
0: Mila's mom felt comfortable with her. And actually, I love that, Jordan, because yeah, you didn't wait, I guess necessarily you didn't wait for her exactly. to approach you, um, which you could have waited like a really long time. It's and bad, then it went gone like really south because she was like, she might have, it might have been this like, go. yeah, like weird yeah. tension She's, longer than <laughs> it needed to be. So I love that you took the initiative and messaged her and was, and I think that probably made her feel a lot more comfortable that you were like this is about Myla. Like, I want Myla to, you know, you to have my number just in case you need a contact and get hold of us. And like, because Myla will be staying here. So I love, I love that. And I'm sure that put her a lot at ease. It was kind of probably like, yeah. not necessarily like an olive branch, but it probably was like a hand reach out, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of helped build the bridge, so to say. Um, exactly. But I yeah. think that's a great um, point leading into, our next question which is what's your relationship like with her and I think you kind of touched on that but I had a question around that so um you said you guys talk a lot do you only talk about Mila, or is it like are you more like friends now where you have kind of like a relationship where you talk more often just because you are friends yeah. does that make sense
2: yeah no definitely so I feel like it's gotten to that point um Myla's mom also has another baby Well, not baby. He's a toddler. Um, And it's definitely not the best situation with her other baby's father. So she'll come to me sometimes just out of frustration. And I think that that's also helped build our relationship because she sees, even though it's not this picture perfect family, it's definitely chaotic, but we all kind of make it work on our end of things for Mila, and I think I mean she's even said like how thankful she is that at least that portion of her life is steady and just easy or we try and make it as easy as possible at least it's I mean there's gonna be bumps in the road all the time but yeah she'll it's it's gotten to the point where she will text me about certain stuff I think she's a little bit weary still but it's a lot mm-hmm. better than it would have been after I told her I was like this is not about Michael this is not about me this is not about you This is about Mila and making sure that she's loved, whether she's at our house, your house. So I think that when I said that she was like, okay, this is, you know, I can talk to her about anything. So even like, like I said before, Mila's doctor's appointment, she'll call me about that. Um, I mean, she doesn't call and ask if I want to go get a drink, which I wish she would because I don't have friends here, but we're getting there. We're, we'll get there one day.
1: So what's something that you struggle with while co-parenting?
2: It's a lot but I think it's hard to not overstep and I hate saying that because I truly don't think that she would ever think anything's overstepping and my -hmm. family would never think that but I feel like sometimes even like if I just take her out because I watch her some days and if she's sick like and her mom can't stay off or if Michael can't stay off she'll be like hey can you can you watch Myla. I'll get her before mm-hmm. you know she goes to work and it's just normal. And I feel like sometimes when I'm out and they're like, "Oh my god, your kid is so cute." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, thank you." And then I kind of I feel guilty, which I know I shouldn't. But it's like I don't ever want it to be like, one of "Oh my gosh, she's not mine." Yeah. I don't want to be like, "Oh no, she's not mine," but she is, but thank I am her so yeah. you know, I I think it's really hard. It's because if you think about it, all Mila's ever going to know is, you know, me and her dad together and her mom and we're hoping this boyfriend cuz we really like this boyfriend so fingers crossed they end up in the right direction but that's all she's going to know so i don't really think there's going to be any overstepping in the long run but definitely at first and even now i feel like sometimes i'm like okay should i have posted that or should mm-hmm. i have done that should i have done that cuz i don't ever want to hurt her feelings because that's just mm-hmm. i mean at the end of the day that's her mom like she birthed her and
1: she's that would hurt over me well yeah and like that would hurt your feelings like if if the roles are reversed so like I don't want to speak for Jordan but like I know that one of Jordan's like biggest struggles is like on Instagram where um you know Jordan has reddish hair and her stepdaughter now has a tent of red hair so some pictures that looks like she has very bright red hair other pictures that doesn't look like that whatever but she could pass as
2: Jordan's child right people like all the time who don't know the story which yes very well tell if you like creep on me long enough that yeah I I wasn't pregnant she just kind of showed up but yeah comment and they're like oh my god she looks so much like you and I just delete them I'll be honest because I don't ever want her mom to think that I'm you know claiming that or Mm -hmm. you know going by that so I will delete them but that is very hard you're right Whitney because that happens every other picture that I've a lot
1: a (laughs) lot (laughs) almost every picture doesn't it like I don't want to speak for you on that but like (laughs) I know that that's hard because you know with every being in your body of course you wanted to birth her because you love her so much but like you can't even claim that because like, how wrong would that be? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you would never, and you would never do that regardless, but like, it's so hard to explain that to a stranger. So it's just easy to delete it. Well,
0: but I also think that just goes to show you how amazing you are, Jordan, because I wouldn't say that maybe some other stepmoms are like this, um, and just as thoughtful as you are, so I don't want to say that there aren't mom step moms that are like that, but I feel like it would be so easy just to not delete those, and right. mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I think that's amazing, and I think that just speaks to your like your character as a person. Um, so that's seriously awesome. Yeah. Um, but I also know that you know co parenting can be really hard. Like I said, I have some family members that are divorced and like navigating co-parenting with my nieces and nephews. And um, what would you say the biggest communicate, like, you know, communication is obviously key, but what is so successful? Like what, what's the biggest thing that makes co-parenting successful that you think as of Uh, right now, (laughs) obviously it could change throughout like probably her life as she grows up, but for right now in her life
2: is fucking hard to say the least because everyone wants their equal time. Everyone wants Milo all the time. So Mm -hmm. stick with the plan that was kind of created before Milo was born. Most of the time, you know, she'll be super lenient and let us keep her another night or keep her another day or we'll swap, but communication and verbalizing like, Hey, you know, I, can we have her? And not just like assuming that she knows because a lot of the times it's like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like on a Sunday, let's say we have to bring her back to her mom at a certain time. She'll be like, Hey, can you bring her back early? And to us, it's like, you know, that hurts our feelings because she lives with us. You're supposed to have her until like six o'clock or something
1: like that court order. Um,
2: Yeah. The times that we have her six o'clock. And like you said, communication is key because we get frustrated on our end of things, but nine times out of 10, she'll go to him and ask, but he has a hard time communicating that because they're still at the stage. They get along really well. And it's, I mean, so much better, but it's still the point of they don't communicate as well as they could. And I verbalize that to both of them because both of them, because they're still exes at the end of the day, At the end of the day they're still exes. Yeah. The reason that they're not together, but they still come to me and she's like, well, he said this and he was mean. And he's like, well, she, I can't stand this. I, and I'm like, listen, you guys have to communicate. I can't be the barrier. And I've gone off on him before, cause I'm like, I'm not the ping pong ball. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, I, I wanted to be in this relationship. I wanted to be a stepmom. But let's please all communicate. And I've mm-hmm. said that to her before. I was like, we need to all communicate. Your boyfriend <laughs> needs to communicate with him because if all four of us communicate, or really just all three of us, because it's a little bit more predominantly the three of us right now. If all three of us communicate, we're not going to get upset with each other. We're not going to get mad at each other. We're going to know why the other one, X, Y, and Z is upset for this reason. And let's try and work it out. And I try and be the middle person of like, okay, this is the reason he's mad or this is the reason she's upset. I try and reason with both of them because it's hard and I don't ever want to be in the middle of it, but I have had to, you know, swallow swallow my pride sometimes or be the bigger person, which is so hard but -hmm. you have to when you're in the middle of this and you really just have to communicate because if not you guys are literally going to hate each other and that's just it's not the best thing for the child at the end of the day
0: right yeah right such a good point like there's so many things that could go wrong in terms of communication when when, especially when there's three people and now potentially almost four people involved Mm -hmm. in in co-parenting so and everyone probably has a different opinion oh, and yeah. feelings and emotions and all of that. And, um, right. But like, that's, what's so crappy about sometimes, like, you know, obviously like court orders help a lot of that. Cause you can just fall back on it. I'm sure. And say like, yeah, well, it's court ordered that, you know, we have this, but then this time, this time. Yeah. Right. But then it's so hard. Cause you're like, well, I don't want to be like the bad person and be like, uh-huh. you know, so it's so hard, but um I I know that like you said it communication has to be key and um yeah. of course like you probably fall a lot in the middle of that sometimes because you're but you know, you're obviously a little bit friends with her and then your husband and you're kind of like the unbiased third party person I sometimes. Her.
2: Always and I'm like, I have to be and sometimes I'll get on to him. I'm like, okay, listen, like I know I'm your husband, but I don't agree with you right now. Like I just don't. And I'm sorry, yeah. but
0: right. That well,
2: so hard.
1: I'm sure you feel like the, like you said, like the ping pong ball sometimes, you know,
2: more often than not. Yes.
1: Right. Well, okay. So that kind of leads into our next question. Um, would you say that yours and your husband's parenting style is a little bit different than the uh, biological mother's
2: style? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And yes, (laughs) we do not parent at all. And that's not Mm -hmm. saying that the way she parents is wrong, bad or wrong. Yeah, We just believe, I mean, I came from a two parent household And he didn't, he was raised by his mom. And she she did not right? Mm -hmm. So her mom was the predominant one in the picture. And we are just very, I wouldn't say we're strict on her because she's not too, she's going to make mistakes. She's learning the world for God's sake. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but it's a lot of playtime and laughs and everything is funny to her Mm -hmm. mom. And we just don't agree with that. If Myla does something wrong, we do say like, no, ma'am, no, Mm -hmm. don't do that again. Say sorry. Like we really go through that with her and she, she knows like she's really smart. Babies are smart. They're like little sponges and Mm -hmm. they they know, and she'll say sorry. Or even when like our dogs are doing something wrong, she'll say no, Bubba. Like she knows right from wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas her mom's house is definitely a lot different. There's not a lot of structure. Um, so it's hard because we want to parent one way, but only having her the time that we do, it's hard to get her on our schedule Mm -hmm. at the age that she is now, at least I know that when she's older, she'll know, okay, I'm at mommy's house. I'm at daddy's house. I have to take a nap at daddy's house. I don't at mommy's house. Mm -hmm. That's just for an example, but yeah, we're definitely a lot. And I don't want to say stricter, like I said before, because again, she's less than two. So it's not that we're strict. We're just trying to instill values in her and make her respect other adults when she comes to the age where she's going to be around them Mm -hmm. like that so it's it's very hard right uh, I and
1: I'm sure it's hard to navigate like because her biological mom's parenting style isn't wrong and y'all's parenting style isn't wrong either it's just so different and that's just hard to navigate sometimes I'm sure
0: one you know, like with toddlers too consistency is really like key, key. yeah sometimes so it it probably just that's hard because you just want to be yeah. consistent and it would be helpful if it was consistent on both ends
2: yeah. And I mean, we yeah. all like her mom and we, we preach consistency all the time with the people that are around Milo. We don't, we're very picky about who comes around Milo yeah. mm-hmm. because of how many people have been around her on the other side. And it's very hard because we want to keep it consistent, but we don't want to keep it her consistent because we don't keep right. her consistency. Right. So it, that can be super hard to navigate and kind of figure out where the happy medium is, mm-hmm. I guess is what you could call it.
0: Yeah. No. And I think that will just probably goes back to just the happy medium, but like communication of, Mm -hmm. you know, things. Cause even like, even me, you know, my daughter who has two parents, right. Like I have to communicate with my husband, like, Hey, this is like what we're trying to work on this week. (laughs) Like, you know, like if it's potty training or, you know, whatever it is. um, All I can think about is like your goldfish cleanse. (laughs) Gold. Oh, my goldfish cleanse. Oh, my God. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was telling when I was like, we're putting Harper on a goldfish cracker, like the crackers cleanse. She did not have any more goldfish. And then I call my husband one day and she's freaking eating goldfish, Goldfish. you know, (laughs) Um, and he's like, he claims that I just didn't tell him, Um, which could be very true. Like, maybe I wasn't very clear, you know. Also, we
1: were on a goldfish cleanse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like you made, you know, that's just like parenting, <laughs> <in> <laughs> general. right? Do you ever feel like an outsider compared to other moms? Um, since you are, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this, but quote mm-hmm. unquote,
2: you- stepmom, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that like I said before, there's a very fine line between claiming she's my own and claiming that she's my stepdaughter. But I Mm -hmm. feel like the people who follow me on Instagram, they should know. So I don't ever feel like I have to be like, oh, my step baby. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, like our baby. Because Mm -hmm. again, she is, she's our baby. Like she's part of our family. And, but then there's still those people that are like, well, she's not fully yours. Or like Mm -hmm. we- Whitney, not to call anyone out, but Whitney and I were at a party the other day for her daughter. And someone was like, what happened with I forget someone said, Oh, yeah, that man is raising another I can't believe that man's raising another person's baby. Uh And a woman said, Yeah, I would hate to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting right there and she know she knew that you know Milo's not biologically mine and oh, like it kind of hurt my feelings a little That's bit. Terrible Jordan. I'm so sorry. I was yeah. I was kind of upset and I was like, but I'm gonna shrug it off because I know who that person is as a person. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, she didn't she didn't mean it towards me and I knew she didn't but, mean it towards me, but I was But so, the fact that so she so even anxious. said it
1: was very judgmental and it like wasn't called for regardless of who she was saying it to or why she was saying it right
2: you don't I mean you can't judge a person's like just because like I wouldn't have not loved Michael with or without Mila. you know like I fell in love with him first as a person and knew his values and knew where he was wanting to go with life and it just so happened bonus wise that he had a baby and I could love her and it took time for me to fall in love with her and us to have this relationship and her to trust me and me to like make sure that she can come around me and be like oh yeah that's my JJ like it's it's normal Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's really hard and I don't ever want to make people like I've said before think that she's biologically mine because she's my stepdaughter Mm -hmm. and I will own that all day long I'm. I'll be happy when I can have my own babies, and we can get to that point. And Mila gets, however many other siblings. I hope not many, but some. And <laughs> then I'll be like, okay, yeah, they're all my children. I feel like it'll be a lot easier then because I'm like, oh yeah, even if Myla's with us, oh yeah, they're all my kids, and it mm-hmm. like I'll question it. But right now yeah. it's definitely hard. And my age, I mean, I'm only 24. Like I took on. I was single one day, and then the next, I was moving in with a guy who had a baby and getting married, and now I'm a stepmom. And I'm like, okay, I'm 24, almost 25. Let's do this. Like, it really yeah. dove right in.
0: Right. Well, and I think, right. I think to that person's point though, like I actually think opposite. Like, I think it takes an incredible person to raise someone else's someone story.
1: else's mm-hmm. exactly. I like, totally I love
0: think- them.
2: I think that that's the yeah. hardest. I used to cry all the time to Whitney, like no all the time she did, it's yeah. So it's so yes. hard of like you love them so much, and of course I don't. I don't know the feeling of like. I mean, I love my dogs, like they're my kids. But I know it's going to be different, like birthing right. baby and having that bond with the baby. But I love her just as much as I love my husband. Or you could imagine you would love a child. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know how it is to truly love a baby that you've carried for nine months and you have that bond with, but I love her just as much as I think I would love my child. So yeah, I used to cry all the time because it's just so hard being at first unappreciated or at least you feel unappreciated. And I never thought in a million years that like I would ever get the text or the call of her mom saying, I'm so thankful for you. And I was like- crying as I was texting Whitney like oh my god she finally said like thank you and that she knows that like Myla's loved and all that and I was right. like, oh, that that was when I think I don't think I've cried since then thank god because that was just too emotional for me well,
1: right I well
0: say that's such a big step though because I think yeah. that's like I would imagine you know that's all you really hope for mm-hmm. as, for as being a mom who mm-hmm. um is a single mom and you know is in that situation. I, I would imagine that is all that you hope for is that, you know, the like,
1: approval, right? right?
0: Well, and just like that, you know, that your baby when she's not with you is loved and being taken care right. of. And like someone loves her so much. Like I would imagine that's all that you ever want, you know? Right. So-
1: and Jordan and I have like talked so much about, and we may talk about it later. I'm not sure, but Um, we talk about it so much that, you know, as a bonus parent, you know, you're kind of not allowed to get that, that, uh, credit of loving that child as much as you would love your own, um, which is fine. And every bonus parent goes through it, you know, but It's hard, you know, like nobody tells you that like, Hey, by the way, you're not going to get any credit for loving that child as much as you do their parents get that credit, but like, you can love that child as much as you want, (laughs) but right now the parents get that credit, you know, and, and that was hard. I mean, I know from a friend's perspective, I know that was hard for her to go through. And I know that's probably hard for any bonus or step parent could go through. For sure. It's just hard. So when the bio mom and your husband disagree, do you ever feel like you're the one that's constantly compromising? Like, do you often feel kind of caught in the middle? I know we, I know we kind of touched on that, but do you ever feel like you're constantly caught in the middle of you know, just in the middle of the crossfires.
2: Yeah. So again, the whole ping pong ball thing, I definitely get put in the middle a lot. Um, I feel like it's hard cause I want to voice my opinion and I want to be like, Hey, no, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to give her up yet. Like when she wants her right. home or, you know, quote unquote before like court orders say, which mm-hmm. again, we do, often more often than not we don't really go by that but it's like I want to be like no that's not fair like I had to work or I had to go and do this or I had to you Mm -hmm. know go to this appointment I didn't see her all that time like I miss her just as much as her dad does we talk about her literally all the time like I'm constantly Mm -hmm. buying her clothes or doing this like making sure we have everything in the house food just in case she comes to stay over randomly or her mom needs to have one of us come and get her from school um And it's hard because I don't ever want to be like, listen, that's like, that's not right. Like, let's stop. And Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was. It was probably, I think it was like a week ago. And we weren't going to see her for some reason. I think it was just the way the holiday fell. And Michael, of course, wasn't communicating the way he should have and wasn't like, Mm -hmm. by the way, we really need to have her this weekend because we really wanted to bring her X, Y, and Z, we already had that planned. Like, I'm sorry Mm -hmm. I didn't look at the parenting plan, but like, we've already made these plans. And instead, you know, they go on to this like 10 minute long conversation of, you know, bickering back and forth. And I was like at my wit's end and I wanted to text her so bad and be like, listen, he's asking for this time because we made these plans. But like, he didn't say that.
1: And so, right. And like, it was a mistake. Like, we thought this is what the parenting plan said and it didn't. So, like, but Somebody I didn't, I didn't want to
2: make him look bad. And it's a constant right. battle of, okay, I'm going to verbalize this to her. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not going to, because then it's going to make my mm-hmm. husband look bad. I don't want right. to make him look like he cares less, but I just see it from an outsider's point of view. I constantly have to be like, okay, this is the reason she's thinking this. Or sometimes I truly don't believe, you know, the way she thought processes things that mm-hmm. it's right. But then I'm on his side, but it's constantly of, okay, well, I have to sit down and I have to be like, okay, well, let's let them bicker it out even though they always want me to be in it every other time they always want me Mm -hmm. to have a say in it every other time but this time they don't and I'm like well that's not really fair because these last three weeks you wanted me to communicate or you were calling me about when pickup was or how she the referee Right. right and then but it's even like the times that we always text, we always call. I always FaceTime her. Well, nine times out of ten, I'll FaceTime her in the morning so that Mila can like say good morning or good night just because mm-hmm. I don't know. I w- I would want that too. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, you're not gonna talk to me now because you're mad at him. And that's not fair. So then again, I'm compromising mm-hmm. my relationship with her because mm-hmm. I don't want to step on any toes. Which right. I'm just not like that. I'm like, let's get it out. Let's tell our feelings and be done with it and but that's- right
1: but like from his point of view if she's mad at him he's like why are you facetiming her or you know she doesn't or deserve that not like,
2: yeah not it's- saying it's- that funny not funny. saying that
1: like he says that because like, yeah. he's such a nice person but you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like from from the opposite point of view like I was mad at her a minute ago like why are you even calling her mm-hmm right
2: definitely. or like this, I always send like a million pictures every single day to her because right I, I I guess I just try and put myself in her shoes and I you know want her to see her having fun you know oh look at this cute outfit like she looks so cute today but then I'm right. like in the back of my head I'm like oh wait she was like kind of rude to him like maybe should I do this and then I'm mm-hmm. like no okay, let's be the bigger person like let's get on with it and I do it anyway but it's definitely
0: I feel like you're always going to like from what you're just describing is like you're always having to be the bigger person because you're not you're not the one that X is with you know what I mean so you have to always unbiased like third party view of everything and you can almost see outside like you can see outside of the box whereas they're right inside the box Mm -hmm. you know and that's so tricky and complicated (laughs) yeah but I feel like you're doing such a great job though Jordan I'm
2: trying the best that I know how because there's not a book on this I don't think right I'm not maybe maybe there is maybe there (laughs) is I'm not gonna read it though I'll I'll do my best (laughs) my kind of (laughs)
0: way
1: well it just sucks because you're the one that's compromising constantly and you don't get the credit you know what I mean like and like not that you want the credit but it's like you're you are the one that's always compromising like yes they're compromising in their world and you know Mm -hmm. but like at the end of the day you're playing devil's advocate and no matter where it goes you're either on one side or the other it's never that like you're on his side or her side like you're always compromising One way or the other. And like, that's insane. I mean, but also it speaks to your character too, because like, you're not just compromising to your husband's side. Like, you're not just advocating for him. You're also advocating for her because you know it's fair, you know, which is an amazing quality to have. But also, like, you get the short end of the stick. You know what I mean? Like, because you love her just as much as, you know, you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And you I mean, it, it's just terrible on your end, but also like it just speaks to your character. Yes.
0: And leading into the next question, what do you think the biggest mix- misconception is about being a stepmom? Now I have already some thoughts about this, but
2: let's hear it. We'll hear oh. let me let me hear you. More. Yeah. And then I'll tell you if I, if
0: I believe it, if I disagree. No, I was going to say it's like the, it's the title of our episode because I don't think Jordan, that you have any evil bone in your body at all. (laughs) Um, and I think that's probably the biggest thing is that, Mm -hmm. you know, so evil are evil. They don't care about your kid. They only care about themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, there's probably, there are there people are people out there that are like that. Absolutely. I know some for sure in my life. So like, I, for sure. But I also think there's probably a big percentage of moms that are just like you who mm-hmm. are so loving and caring and just trying to do their best that mm-hmm. they can. And, um, so I think that's probably the biggest misconception that like, yeah, I would, are pieces of big bitches or something
2: I I definitely agree that's that's my top one and then the second one is like that stepmoms want to be be the mom if if Mm. like I'm I'm the mom this that and the other and definitely not because I would I would vouch for her any day or I would vouch for Mila's mom any day and we're just here to, and I've told her this a million times, love on their child when they're not around so that there's never any void. There's never any, oh, my parents hate each other. Like, yeah. it's, that's, not, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm here for, at least. Like, I knew when I was marrying someone with a baby that it was going to be absolutely fucking difficult yeah. And some days would be crap. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, this is really hard. And then there would be other days where I'm like, wow, this is a walk in the park. We're all, all three getting along way too well. And I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not evil. Some may think, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think people do, but she definitely now doesn't think that. And I think she's even admitted to me at first, she was like, yeah, I didn't know who he was bringing around. I thought it was just like some random bitch. And I was like, nope, not me. Like, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I completely get it. I would be so protective. And I think about her situation and, right. you know, I don't know. I mean, I ask a million questions and I always kind of dig with both of them about, you know, did you guys plan on staying together? or What was going on? Because I try and think about, oh my God, if I was with my ex, stuck with a baby, I I would be exactly the way she is. So it's, it's hard. And and I get why maybe she would have thought that I was evil at first, but you gotta get to know the person or at least extend the olive branch as we say and see, okay, are they evil? And if they truly are fine, like you can hate them all you want, but we are just out (laughs) here to love their babies when they're not around and be, I don't want to say a mom because I don't want to take that away from her, but a motherly figure Mm -hmm. because sometimes Mm -hmm. guys just men just don't have that nurturing. They don't, they don't have what a mom has. So I try and be that, but I'm not, I'm not here to replace her. I'm not forever. Anyone who wants to come for me, I'm not here to replace her. I'm here to be here. Um, There is this episode of friends where,
1: um, one of the characters you know he's having a baby with his ex and um you know the ex's partner is like no I love the baby more no I love the baby more you know whatever and you know an outsider like a friend was like shut up like how lucky is this baby to have so many people love them so much like how lucky is this baby to just have all of these people want to love them the most, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's exactly what I think about. And, And, you know, I don't know many people in, in, you know, Jordan's situation, but like, that's what I think every time I think about Like her situation is like, how lucky is she to have so many people just love her so much? You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a blessing. I
0: feel like if everyone had that mindset when it came to co-parenting or divorce or breakups and they have you know, baby daddies and baby mamas, then everyone would be so much happier. (laughs) Right. It's just easier.
2: Like why have that drama in your life? Why have that hate towards someone that you might deep down not want to be around, but Hey, you did the deed and you're stuck with them. So that's your fault. Mm -hmm. And I tell them that all the time. I'm like, listen, you guys, you chose, you liked each other at one point.
0: This Mm -hmm. is your fault.
2: Maybe you should have thought it. If you were mm -hmm. having thoughts, I'm really maybe not like this person you shouldn't have done it it's your fault you're mm-hmm. stuck with them and guess what I'm stuck with her too but we're making the best of it right you're stuck yeah. with,
0: that's like one thing I think people don't realize is like you're stuck with that person even if you yeah. break up divorce if you have a kid with that person you are stuck with that you're person not. for the rest. And it's of not just
2: 18 years and I hate when people say that it's like it's not no. 18 years no you have to think even though you may be paying child support you may be paying for extracurricular things or I'll grandchildren that, or college. Exactly. exactly. I, yeah. have, I cannot stress that enough. And I, I told her, I was like, listen, if you don't like me, that's fine. But this on the phone we had a conversation one day I was like if you don't like me that's fine I said but we're stuck with each other and I said so I'm glad that you like me because Mm -hmm. it would be really really hard for the rest of our lives if we just hated each other and couldn't be in the same room because I had grandparents growing up that couldn't even be in the same room together we had to have separate birthday parties because they hated each other so much and I'm like I'm glad which is
1: ridiculous
2: so ridiculous
1: yeah so while we're on this subject um, do you think it's a struggle like planning things as a family because of your custody agreement?
2: Yes. Um, yeah, it's terrible. I'm not going to lie. It's absolutely horrible because one of the parties is always going to have the shitty end of the stick.
0: Um, right.
2: So the story that I said earlier about them not communicating a few weeks ago was because we were supposed to have her on like half of Thanksgiving and then this weekend but last weekend was technically her or our weekend, if quote unquote, if that's what you want to call it. And that's not how the parenting plan said, but we didn't want to go, you know, X amount of time without seeing her. Cause we didn't feel like that was fair. So they agreed mm-hmm. on, we won't see her this Thanksgiving and then we'll do every other Thanksgiving. So even though it doesn't say that in the parenting plan, we'll do every other Thanksgiving. And if something changes in the future, that's great, but it's hard because we constantly want to do go get a Christmas tree, and we want Myla to be there because that's an experience. And we don't we don't really love toys. We don't really believe in you know buying your kid all these toys. Like we believe in experiences. Even though she can't remember that now, it's gonna mm-hmm. be as she grows up. It's gonna be normal. Like oh yeah, every single year I had that tradition of going with my dad and JJ to go get a Christmas tree or go mm-hmm. to the pumpkin patch. And it's like we constantly have to be like okay, which weekend is ours? Or um, you know this weekend we can go do this because we have Myla. Or oh. We got to put this off because we don't have Mila, and nine times out of 10, it will be, you know, her mom getting the better end of it,
0: but mm-hmm. you just
2: really, you kind of get used to it, which sucks. But like, I didn't even get upset at this point when I was like, oh yeah, we're not going to see Mila on Thanksgiving because I was like, you just kind of get used to the letdown almost, which Right. Sounds, which sounds sad, but it's kind of normal now. Even though when- we see her a, a lot more than we used to. So it has gotten better. I'm not going to even, I'm not going to discredit her for that, but it does suck when you mm-hmm. want to spend the holidays because that's what holidays are about, are about being with your family. But, you know, we were sitting around the dinner table and we were like, wow, like we really feel like we're missing someone. And then we were like, yeah, Milo's not here, you know, babbling mm-hmm. away, like wanting more food. And and that really, that's hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which does... I- Which goes back to, you know, you, you all love her so much. And Jordan, I know your parents, I'm sure that was like odd to navigate before you guys got married. I'm sure that was really odd to navigate because I know how wonderful of people your parents are. And I know how much they loved her before she was legally you know your stepchild. Mm-hmm. I know how much they loved her, and just navigating through stuff like that is just so yeah. hard because, like, you feel like you don't have a right to feel that way, mm-hmm. but also like she, you love her so much, and you want to have that time with her, and it just never seems fair. And I'm sure you could even, like, you could even speak to that on you know the, her biological mom's end of it like she probably doesn't feel like it's fair you know what i mean Oh, exactly. like it's just so hard on both ends because so many people love her so much yeah
2: she has a lot of grandparents she has a lot of parents obviously and yeah. she, it's hard because at the end of the day we're not fighting because we dislike each other we're fighting because we just want to spend the most time with mila that we can right and- at the end of the day, it's like I said, it's not, it's not out of hate. It's not anything other than it just sucks that we can't all be with her 24 seven. Honestly, if I could live on the same property as her and I would, I would be like, yep, let's all live together. We're just going to be one big happy family. And we're going to
0: figure it out. But again, not ideals. My niece, um, they do every other holiday. So <laughs> like, you know, like you're saying, so she's 21 now though. Um, I will, it, I feel like it doesn't get like better, but somehow it's right. it a little bit, like you said, maybe you get used to it mm-hmm. it's it a little easier because you just know, like I just, every year I just remember thinking, oh my God, I'm so excited to see her for Thanksgiving this year. Or like, I'm so excited to see her for Christmas this year. And it makes it just that much, I don't know, more exciting for the yeah. holiday. Cause you're like, oh, this year." And the funny thing is is that she's still twenty one and she still abides by these rules and she doesn't need to. Oh gosh, like right. so she um like this year for Thanksgiving, we we don't see her. We didn't see her, um, but she's gonna come for Christmas over to my house. So mm-hmm. she's still like something she still kind of lives by because I think it's comfortable for her.
2: Um, there can't be an argument because that's what that's what they're used to
0: yep exactly so like I mean same like I would probably feel sad if one year Reagan my niece was like yeah I'm not coming to either holiday like over here Yeah. yeah yeah I think um it just gets better and the other thing I was gonna tell you and share is that my niece for her soccer growing up, she would have soccer games. And it was always so cool because kind of like what we're saying is like, you just have so much more people that loves this little girl or loves this kid. We She would have soccer games and soccer soccer practices and all of us would be on the sidelines together. Like she would have a whole section. Mm-hmm. Of and we always just thought, I always just thought that was really cool. Like if you were her just like looking over, and <laughs> seeing this. A million people. <laughs> of people that just love you um which I always thought was just a cool thing so you know it's I guess you just have to like lean into those moments and think about things you know um so anyway how do you feel about the phrase that society loves to ask step parents you knew what you signed up for which is a is I mean, I definitely have said that before yeah. to my it, brother's girlfriends or step, you know, step-moms too. So
2: I, it's, I get that actually all the time. And I've even caught myself saying that, which is so bad because I've looked at him before in the car when we've had a disagreement or something. And I've been like, I mean, I guess I, I knew what I was getting into when I'm just like stressed or upset mm-hmm. about something, which I hate saying, cause it's just not fair. Like it's, well, it's Although, also so easy. I not know say. what I into. Yeah, it's so easy to say, and it's so easy to have that as your fallback because, yeah, I mean, I I knew technically, quote unquote, what I was getting into, but it's not really what you're getting into because it's like loving. I, I don't know. It's not like I'm in a relationship with Myla, but it's it's, so, it's some sort of a relationship. So, would you really say that to someone else, or would you really say that to your daughter? Like, ooh, I knew what I was getting into when I was having a baby. Like, I. Right. Yeah. I don't like that. And I try and if someone says something like that, or I'm, I don't know, I don't even know the last time that someone really did say that to me, but I know people do say that to me and I'm like, well, it's not really what I got into. It's what I chose Mm -hmm. because I did choose this. It's the life that I chose. And I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. And I knew that we would have to make sacrifices for other reasons, you know, of having our own kids or starting our own family, because again, it's easier just to be with that person, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I wouldn't be upset if someone said it to me, but I, I think it's kind of rude. I, guess. I was going just say, yeah.
0: whenever I feel like someone says this, it's like a mean thing to say. Yeah, like they're like, but, well, they're you like, know, know, know what you sign up crap. for? Like this okay. is yeah. it. This is yeah. parenting, yeah. Like, you know, um, but in reality,
1: it shouldn't discredit like the struggles that you go through. Go through yeah. because like back to you know some of your struggles Jordan it's like I love this child so mm-hmm. much and I want what's best for her right. and like this is not what I signed up for like I did not sign up for loving someone more than I love myself and right. Right. you know seeing her I mean, not fulfill the things that I think is the best right. for her.
0: You know, well, like I that's just you, so hard. I think you said this and I think this is a good um, thing to remember is even if you were a biological mom, biological dad, you would never say that to somebody never, like never. ever, you know, um, I right. wouldn't ever tell them that like, you knew what you're saying. Because that would be really fucking shitty of me to say. Yes, and but so, I feel like that's everyone's default. Yeah
2: like anytime they hear something negative it's like i can't voice my opinion without someone be like well you knew what you signed up for being a stepmom and it's like i'm not i'm not sitting there saying you knew what you signed up for having your own baby like that's not fair so right i feel like i'm allowed to have frustrations and i'm allowed to be upset and have bad days but that doesn't really give someone the well, right they,
0: i think it. it's like giving grace to step parents too because you know, we're all just navigating how to be a parent. We're right. right?
2: like, all never done this before. How how am I supposed yeah. to know, like, what's right from wrong and, and what's overstepping? And right, if you do something wrong, I can have a bad day about. I can feel bad about it, but it doesn't mean that you have to make me feel bad about it. I'm probably already beating myself up enough about
0: it, right? Um, I mean, yeah, that's basically like mom guilt 101. And exactly. that, that's normal. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, very
2: normal. Right. Welcome to oh it. Oh my God.
1: Right. <laughs> so, but what's one thing you wish people knew about being a step parent? So, what's like one thing you want everyone to know about being a step parent or you wish people would know?
2: It's normal, like you, you feel like a parent, like you shouldn't feel guilty for feeling like a parent because you are, you mm-hmm. are not less of a parent because you didn't birth that child. If you're a woman, or if you didn't, you know, help conceive that, that child, because you're a man, it's that's that, that way. That,
1: I, that, I love that. You just said that <laughs> Wait, I love that. You just said that you shouldn't feel guilty for feeling like a parent, even though you're technically not Te- like yeah. that. Cause I know I, I would struggle with that. And I know you've struggled with that, like feeling guilty that you feel like this child's parent when you're, you're technically not that child's parent. Like, I love that you just said that because I, I know I would struggle with that.
2: Like that's Definitely. fucking hard. Or like saying no to her, making her, or if she gets upset with me because I'm telling her no, and she's crying and I'm like having to be a parent and being like having to go through with these things and not be like, I'm not a babysitter. Cause I'm not. I pay for just as much as the next person with her so it's you shouldn't feel guilty for feeling like a parent even if you are a guy or a girl because I've seen so many I mean I feel like it's not really talked about with women and I I would have never thought that I'd be in this situation but here I am my little chaotic life
0: (laughs) so excited that you just took the time to speak with us about this because obviously not enough people talk about stepmamas and how truly amazing they are like I I said earlier I think it takes a very special incredible type of person to really be an amazing stepmom which it sounds like you are and I know that you are so thank you so much for sharing your story
1: thanks (laughs) yes so excited uh, I was so happy
2: that you agreed
1: to just share your story with us because it's so unique
2: and I feel like I never talk about it either this is like the first time that I've literally told from like the beginning
1: and start to finish well, well yeah. and like it's so unique because like you're so young you know what I mean like this is such a unique situation because you're so young, your husband's so young and you've been right. You've been in your stepdaughter's life since she was four months old. Like that is such a unique situation. And obviously she's so lucky to have someone like you in her life, but it's not, it's not as beautiful for some kids or for some, you know, uh, stepmoms stepdads biological moms biological dads not as cut and dry like that and I know you know you guys have had some up and downs and stuff trying to figure out what's best for you all but um I like I'm just so glad y'all have found well for the most part you know you guys have found your I loved talking to Jordan I'm so glad we had her on it was just such just such a different outlook especially because i don't I, like i keep saying this but she's just so young and it's just such a different perspective on it because when you think of stepmother you think of like so much later in life so much more established you don't think of you know your first marriage that's so true being, yeah. being you know being a step mother father marriage i think she just gives such a different perspective I don't know I just I I really enjoy I I know I know her before this but I'm just so glad that she got to tell her story you know well I think
0: it's impactful because like I said all those misconceptions we went over all those misconceptions that we had right and a lot of it was around just negative feelings about stepmoms and something I was thinking about too is you don't think that a stepmom is someone who is a parent? Like mm-hmm. I don't think that you actually think of that. Uh, right. That a stepmom equates to being a parent if that makes sense. Right. I think in your head you usually think like being a stepmom is easy because like they don't have to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, or a step
1: parent is the biological parent's partner.
0: It's not yeah. A right. right right exactly like they don't they're not at a part they're not a part of the equation really mm-hmm. at all when it comes to parenting the child mm-hmm. and um I think that's incredible that Jordan I feel like she has the best perspective in terms of well everything is for Mila. Everything that they do, Mm -hmm. it's all around Mila, which is how it should be. Um, I think that's what's the hardest part sometimes about co-parenting. And there's a lot of feelings and emotions that get in the way um, and you forget all the reasons why like you're doing this and it's for the kid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think she, she has such a good perspective on that. And the thing is that she really is probably a parent in Mila's world. Like she's a part Mm -hmm. of the parenting that happens um, and that's okay, like she has three parents right now, right? Like she has right. her dad, her mom, and JJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's that's really, really incredible for her. Um, right, all of those people that love her, you know,
1: right. And obviously, like, obviously, that's you know, I know that goes without saying that it's not going to be that situation, you know. with every everyone that is in that that same situation but I just think she hits the nail on the head with you know you love this child as if it's your own but you don't get that credit but you have to be okay with not getting that credit if that makes sense um I I don't know I I just think it's just such a beautiful story of putting your differences aside for someone you love so much you know more than yourself even and just I mean just putting that that little tiny human first yeah
0: I love that she's always known from day one that Milo is a factor because Mm -hmm. I've seen or first yeah not even yeah not even a factor like Mila is a priority in mm-hmm. her husband's life um, because I've seen so many times where that's not the case. And, you know, the new girlfriend expects her to be the priority mm-hmm. um, and that can be really complicated for, you know, the dad or that mom, maybe it's mm-hmm. a boyfriend situation um, to navigate because if, the, the kid is always going to be the main the main focus, right? Um, but they work together at it. It's not like right. a jealousy type thing. And I think that's what I see a lot of the time, maybe. I think that's like the root of it. It's more of like a jealousy thing. Um, right. Where the new girlfriend or the new boyfriend is jealous that they have to, like this little kid is taking away their time from, right. which is so shitty. Um and that's maybe like the worst case scenario. Like obviously that's not everyone's <laughs> relationship and obviously it's not Jordan's and all, but I'm just commending her that she's just a, such an amazing person that she's known that like Mila is a priority and. well, like, And just
1: know. loving someone right. else's baby. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, that just, I, I just keep trying to put myself in the mother's position. Like, I just can't imagine my daughter having someone else love her that much. You know what I mean? And like, I know without a doubt, like Jordan loves her with all of her heart more than yeah. she loves
0: herself. Jordan is a plus
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: when it comes to being a bonus mom, stepmom, mom. She's awesome. So that will wrap up our tequila episode this Tuesday. Um, We hope that you loved getting this insight and just really appreciative of Jordan sharing her story and, you know, opening up about something that is probably really hard for her to talk about. So yeah, like all the kudos to her yes Uh, today
1: thank you all so much for listening seriously this I'm so glad we finally got to interview her this was just a story that I have wanted to share for such a long time because it's so fresh and I don't know it's just such
0: an important story to hear I feel like well thanks again for listening if you like this episode give us Five-star review. I will say it's super easy. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you just freak scroll down and the little five stars are right there. Tap those. We really appreciate it. And subscribe. Thanks for coming to our Tequila Tuesday. Yes. Enjoy your freaking margarita. You deserve it after a Thanksgiving weekend. God only knows what yes. you just went through. Um, And we are celebrating you. And we'll see Tuesday. you next Tuesday. See you next Tequila Tuesday. Bye.